Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. On DAB+, online, via the TalkSport app and on your smart speaker. Exclusive international cricket live, the West Indies versus England. Oh my goodness, what a shot. And the runs are blowing. On TalkSport 2. Two flawed teams battling their insecurities in Grenada. Welcome, everybody, to our coverage of the third day of the third test match between West Indies and England. Nothing to choose between them, really. England 204, West Indies 232 for eight. That is a lead of 28 runs. With us today, Matt Pryor and uh, Jade Dernback. David Fairclough, I called him the other day, super sub. As he came in for Goffey, great to have Jade here, and he brought a lot of uh, insight and, and uh, indeed much credit to uh, our broadcast. So I'm glad that he's back. Players are making their way to the middle. Uh, Neil Manthorpe's going to take over commentary with Matt and Jade, and I leave you with this, this thought, Matt. England don't have a wicket-keeping coach with them in the Caribbean. Over to you, Neil. Oh, job going, Matt. Lead by 28, as Mark says, West Indies. The players are walking onto the field. 232 for eight. Would you consider it? Do you not like me being here, Manners? No, I, I, the tour's over, almost. Yeah. Uh, no, but I, I mean, the, it is, you make such a good point. I mean, it, you know, it's... <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have batting coaches and bowling coaches because you've got... Uh, Five or six batters and bowlers, but um, <laughs> the wicketkeeping position is extremely important. It, it, it is, and, and the, the amazing thing is, everyone becomes an expert in wicketkeeping, particularly those that have never kept wicket in their life. And suddenly they'll be, yeah, and in the dressing room as well. You know, I imagine Paul Collingwood would be going up to Ben Folks and going, "What do you think, mate? I've seen this, this," and he's, you'd be like, going, well, "What are you, what are you talking about?" Whereas if you have a keeping coach there. You've got one person specifically watching you, watching your movements, watching your posture, watching your, the positions you're getting into. 
and it, it is a crucial crucial position. So I'm kind of shocked that no one is there. Shaki Mahmood, first ball of the day and uh, a run immediately for Josh De Silva who props onto the front foot and steers it away behind square on the offside. There was a long period of yesterday with, uh, at the beginning of the West Indies innings with the new ball. England were very poor in the first hour and Joe Root stood at first slip almost motionless. Um, fortunately, he's got those oversized sunglasses. Um, maybe that's not an accident to, to disguise his emotions, but he just... You know, he he looked helpless, and he is. What can he do? I mean, he—it's just there's no point saying to the bowlers. I thought we discussed this. I thought you discussed this. I thought you had a plan. Down the leg side, an appeal. He's caught. He's strangled down the leg side. Completely unexpected. Sakib Mahmood gets a bit of luck in at the body, and Roach trying to fend it off. Leg glance at the same time from about thigh pad height. And Ben Folks hangs on to it, and England have the breakthrough. Not perhaps what they <laughs> were planning, but um, it doesn't matter. It's a wicket. That's LBW, I reckon. Yep, 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 yep. Well done, Chris Wokes. Full and straight. It's going to be reviewed by De Silva because he thinks he's outside. Oh, he thinks he hit it. Ha ha. Okay, that could well be actually. You know, just the way he ran for the Secure single, delivery. he might well have hit that. Leslie Tamark, we have he's a in front of the stumps. LBW. Yep, there's a spike as the ball is resting on the bat. Joel, I'm going to have to ask you to overturn the decision to not out. You're on screen now. That is close to LBW, surely. Sure, what? Well, he must have hit that then. He must have done. What's the signal going to be? Because they'll know whether to review here. Oh, he's called it leg buys. I wonder if England will review this. They've got no reviews left. Apologies, I probably should have known that and I'd forgotten. They used up one yesterday evening. Um, we're looking at the replay here. Ah, we're going to have a bit of, yep, it's hitting. I thought it might be. <laughs> he should have given it out. Well, England have used up their reviews. Stokes is in to Jaden Seals, who edges and it goes catchable height through the vacant third slit area and will run all the way down to the third man fence for four. That's 100 overs up in the field for uh, England. 262 for nine is the West Indies' first inning score and they lead now by an absolutely precious margin of 58 runs. I mean, for me, it's worth bringing up the long off, I think. Josh De Silva is, plays, tends to play across the ball on the offside. Just give him the carrot, say, go on, bang me over long off and you might get his wicket. De Silva comes down the track. Oh, miscues it. That's exactly what I think. England should be tempting him to do, miscued it, and it just got past Ben Stokes at long on, who sprinted back and stopped the ball from going for the boundary. And unfortunately, that means that uh, De Silva has taken the single off the last ball of the over and will retain the strike. But that is the sort of cricket that might well see the end of Josh De Silva. Yeah, took a risk there, a big risk, tried to go over the top. I think he was looking for the boundary, peeled off the inner portion of the button and just beat Ben Stokes to his right but in the end he got the single and more importantly got the strike uh, for the first ball of the next over as uh, Leach is in and he does clear the front leg he does have a swipe and he has banged it I think all the way for six the ball uh, hit one of the the boundary markers the advertising markers around the boundary rope on the full and I think that's gone all the way here's uh, Overton Round the wicket, pounds in at Seals, who pops that up in the... Oh, no, and that doesn't make it to mid-off either. 
So there you go, the luck going West Indies way and you'd say they probably have made their own luck. Yeah, they have They have earned the right. Jane Seals is, is, is hung in there for his partner, Joshua De Silva, who, as we know, he's faced the best part of 230 deliveries now. So he's quite comfortably earned the right. 80-odd not out, doing a great job. You just, yes, I'm completely on board with you, Maddie. And in terms of the intensity and as a bowler to keep yo-yoing up and down between is difficult. Leach again, short and cut by Josh De Silva. Out towards the cover boundary and that's very well played. He's hit that deliberately in front of square. England's sweeper is behind square and he's a little bit of width. He's being proactive now is Josh De Silva. He's decided that the West Indies progress can be a little quicker uh, given that um, England's generous field placings have allowed so many gaps and uh, that's a good shot. Well, again, it's telegraphed, isn't it? What Leach is doing here. All the field is about the onside. It's not spinning that much. De Silva's been able to just take a advantage of the offside. Blocks it defensively out on the onside. Leach does his own fielding. I mean, look again here. We Six runs scored off this over so far. 276 for nine. The lead is 72 for the West Indies. Josh De Silva is 86 no! not out. Now sweeps and sweeps very well indeed. Hard, powerful sweep shot behind square on the leg side. Out towards the boundary for another four. Josh De Silva is into the 90s. West Indies are 280 for nine. And England's tactics, which looked flaky, looks like they could be exploding now. Overton is in once again, De Silva gives himself some room and slaps it disdainfully through mid-off. The West Indian wicketkeeper has a strong smell of 100 in his nostrils, he's on to 96. The lead's 89 for the West Indies, Overton in, gives himself some room again, and he's gone down through long, on for four more. He runs down the wicket with his arms in the air, roaring his delight, a maiden test hundred. A scream of pleasure, almost disbelief. What a fabulous, fabulous innings. And he looks like he's briefly overcome with emotion. Absolutely fantastic to see. As he was nearing his 100, a part of me was hoping, as an England fan of course, but part of me was hoping that he would get there. He so deserves it. 255 balls faced. What a job he has done for his team and what a job he has done for himself. He was low on confidence with the wicket-keeping. He knew he needed some runs, particularly at home in the West Indies. And we're watching the highlights. As he hits it, he knows he's got all of it. It's going to go away for the boundary. Arms aloft. And honestly, that celebration, I mean, it does make you very, very happy for the young batsman wicket-keeper. Congratulations, Joshua Da Silva. He's in tears, Jade. He's in tears. That, that's what I'm saying. You can see it means so much to him. We saw it in the previous game when it meant so much to be there at the, at the end to take his team home. And we've seen it throughout this innings once again. Genuine, raw emotion of a young man making his way in international cricket and how much it means to play international cricket. Here's Overton again. and uh, Oh, and he's immediately beaten past the inside edge. There's an appeal and he's gone. Next delivery. I'm not surprised if he couldn't see it. Got a bit of a, a lump in our throat here in the commentary box. It meant so much to Josh De Silva. He was just overcome with emotion. He took a little bit of time out as much as he could. He was down on his haunches as the tears came to his eyes. 
Uh, well, they said Don Bradman didn't see the ball that got him the last time in test matches. And I'm not so sure that Josh De Silva saw this one. Overton eventually brings it uh, to an end, although he has reviewed it. I, I, there's there nothing on the ultra edge. There, okay. go there forward, is go nothing forward. on the ultra right, edge, and Josh De Silva has left the field. There appears to be a gap between bat and ball. Take it, take it all the way through, roll it through, and see if there's Stranger and stranger and stranger. Yeah, there's contact with the back leg as the ball passes through. I'm ready to go back on field to Joel. Joel, I'm going to have to advise you to overturn your decision to not out. You're on screen signal now. This is a first. This is a first. All the field, all the fielders and batters are off, but they're having to make their way back on. I don't think I've ever seen this before. Manis and Matty P, this is a first. I thought if you left the field of play, no, is that no? Th that was a rule only for 130 years. Right now, that's that's, <laughs> that's, that's gone. Now. DRS reviewed it. He was almost. I think he had to pad up again. <laughs> he was in the dressing room. Balls and gets that up in the air. Yeah, it's brilliant. A court and bowl by Joe Root. Fantastic. Smash back at him by Seals, who throws his head back, and Root's done it. And he'll be very pleased, very relieved. And frankly, uh, very disappointed with the morning because it's very much West Indies morning. Uh, a fascinating morning of Test match cricket. I'm going to put my neck out and say I call that a great innings by Josh Silva. I think given everything, the pitch, the opponent, the, the history, um, the state of the series, the state of the match, and the most fantastic performance by the West Indies wicketkeeper who finishes unbeaten on 100. And my goodness me, he'd be one of the proudest men going around. Uh, there's uh, cricket clubs all around West Indies who've had players who've got to the brink of the test team, got in and not done themselves justice. Here's one that has, and there'll be many who are proud of him too. His own team stand and applaud. And uh, it's been an absolutely superb performance by West Indies from unpromising beginnings to get this lead. You're listening to live and exclusive coverage of West Indies and England on TalkSport 2. Exclusive international cricket live. The West Indies versus England on TalkSport 2. Well, a really outstanding innings from Josh Jasilva has given West Indies an, an enormous advantage in this game. 93 runs. Um, on, on what looks a tricky pitch against the new ball um, could be well could be match changing I think it depends a bit how you use the new ball England demonstrated how not to use it so let's see if West Indies demonstrate how to use it Alex Lees is taking guard Zach Crawley is out there with him they've seen an example in method conviction, concentration determination from De Silva, as good an innings as you'd wish to see of its type and one I'm sure appreciated by Michael Atherton. Here, uh, good to talk to you and all our listeners tuning in. What a, what a wonderful moment that was for Josh De Silva before lunch. Outpouring of joy and pleasure. Really fantastic innings, the defining innings of the game in a, in a match where no other batsman has passed 50 yet. He made his maiden 100, so that was a thrill and it was quite a chaotic and comedic five minutes wasn't it when mm. he was then given out off the field came back and uh, yeah great yeah, stuff I'm going to talk to you about that in a second actually but that whole celebration of the hundred was what the word unbridled was uh, was designed for I suspect at least in its second life Kimar Roach gave up there he ran in and decided against it and turned around and 
went back to his mark again. Probably didn't get his stride pattern right. Uh, Alex Lees, we know, can hang on in there and fight. I wouldn't say that he, you know, he had quite the method that De Silva had, to be honest. I was really impressed with him te technically and also the way he worked out the situations, the various situations in which he found himself. Right, this time, number 24 on his back. Here comes Kimaroch. And he bowls a very good ball to Lees that's left alone. It started pretty straight on the angle, I'd say. Angle towards off stump and then swung away a bit. And Lees let it go by. He was pleased to be able to do so so often at the start of the innings. Well, Athers knows more than I. The, it takes a while for the feet to go. The feet didn't go anywhere there. He just hung on to his original stance and, and watched it go by. Crawley waits with that gut. That is a drop catch, and it's a four as well. He thumped it back at Jaden Seals. Incredibly difficult chance. Seals did get a hand on it at a roundabout waist height, and he deflected it wide of the stumps at the non-striker's end, and it shot past mid onto the boundary. He hits the ball really hard, Crawley, and he's going after it. He's not hanging around. A lovely straight back with that shot. Good setup. And now he drives... I think aerially in the extra cover region for four more, so he's got the bit between his teeth. He doesn't want them to bowl to him. He wants to dominate proceedings out there. End of the seals over. Ten for no wicket on Talk Sport 2. Aggressive intent then, Michael. Yes, it's a balance, isn't it? I I'm certainly wouldn't say to somebody like Crawley rein yourself in i mean he is a player who likes to put back to ball i think it's to england's advantage to have two players in the top three who generally push things along in crawley and, and root but it's just a little bit what we were talking about before with crawley and the likes of campbell about just working out what shots to play when and in which circumstances and which conditions and sometimes he can be a bit better at that that is edged and that is out it couldn't have been simpler an outswinger that Crawley drives at pays the price and leaves the question lingering yet again 14 for one it's very predictable I'm afraid it's a good catch actually from Jason Holder who just didn't pick it up quite for a moment but clung on but there was just that hint of movement for Jaden Seals Brathwaite said a good field he's got his slips in place he's got that mid on and extra cover as well so they're just pushing it up they're asking Crawley to drive there's a bit of movement he's playing with a slightly closed face because of that strong right shoulder and strong bottom hand and he's just nicked it to second slip. It was a predictable end, I'm afraid. If England go down today, given the way that the morning session went and and they lose this, this test match, do you think... Uh, I mean, is there a sense that Joe Root might be batting for his captaincy in this innings? Yes, is the answer, simple answer to that, although he's had strong backing. I wasn't thinking of... Of him being pushed, I'm just I'm wondering whether he, he might jump. Well, before the game, he was still very upbeat and optimistic and saying he thinks he's the best man for the job and he's going to be around to try and turn this, uh, this thing around. I, I don't quite buy it myself and I didn't buy it after the ashes, but, you know, Andrew Strauss has given him full backing so far. But as you say, it was a bad morning for England and they've, they've looked, they look a modest side at the moment. So 
All is not lost, though. Root is a world-class player. Stokes and Bairstow are good players. They can still uh, get something out of this game, for sure. Yeah, it's, it, backing's wonderful, isn't it? I mean, it's great to have backing, but I, at some point, um, Root might think, thank you very much for your backing. I no longer require it. Yes, he made it. And in fact, most of his predecessors of, of the recent and then not so recent past have basically had enough around about four or five years into the job, which is where he is now. But he looks fresher than most, I would say. Nicked and gone. Oh, goodness me, he's done it again. Carl Mayers with the knockout drop to Joe Root. He's got him twice in the match. It's a really poor shot from England's captain. Really poor. And England are 27 for two. That's shocking, absolutely shocking from Jorud Short, wide outside off stump, just has a flirt at it and nothing shot really, innocuous ball. And John Campbell gleefully accepts and that man, the giant slayer and Kyle Mears for the second time in consecutive innings getting the big fish, Jorud, he goes back to the pavilion for five of 12 deliveries. England now in a spot of bother, 27 for two and still in deficit by some 66 runs. Should England end up on the, on the losing side here in this series and in this test match, you wonder whether or not England might be better off making a complete clean sweep of those uh, positions of power at the top. Oh, he's knocked him over. Left, the ball left by Dan Lawrence. And it has bowled him. Carl Mayers has done it again. It looks as innocuous as you like but Lawrence has shouldered arms to a ball that has nipped back and scuttled down low and has knocked over his off stump. Three down now, England. It really is trouble time here in Grenada. England came to the series looking for answers and different aspects of their makeup. I think they might be leaving the series with more questions than answers, uh, particularly at the top of the water with their bowlers. It's been quite a challenge in the opening combination. Brand new change from the Ashes series. You had, uh, Rory Burns and Hamid in that series. And we've gotten two new ones here. And still that same problems persist. And the bowlers as well spoken at about no Broad, no Anderson. But they've lacked penetration, haven't they? It's a real tough one because... I'm, I'm, I'm one of England's biggest fans and I always, whenever I come on, I, I want to be positive. I want to be pro-England. I want to look at a, the way they're going to win the game, the way they're going to perform better. But I really believe where we're at right now is we have to be honest and the players are just not good enough tec technically. You know, we know the, the batting's been an issue for a long time. People have tried to glaze over and say we want to play a positive brand of cricket and then they went to more the Sibley, we're going to block it out. Technically, they're just not capable. That might be an edge. Yes, it is. Ben Stokes leaving the ball alone outside off stump has edged it. It's run off his blade or edge or something, but what a way to go. It feels so feeble, especially for, from such a strong, dominant cricketer. Another one for Kyle Mayers. What a day out. Three for five are his incredible figures. It's frustrating because it's the same errors. The Zach Crawley dismissal, it's the same thing. So I, I was speaking to Jade earlier, he and I were having a conversation off, off air about, about coaching these days. And what actually, can you go up to a player and go, that's not good enough, you need to make a change. You know, there's this big theory now, everything is player-led. 
Let the players work it out for themselves. Let the players play how they want to play. There are certain fundamentals, particularly in long-format cricket, that you cannot get away from. Knowing where your stumps are is one of them. Having a good head position is another. The bat path, coming down straight. These are fundamentals that you just cannot get away from. And England batsmen are being found out. Who is talking to them? Who is saying to them that you will not survive in Test cricket with this technique? We need to work on it. And is during a series the time to have those conversations? Huh? Well, uh, well, I'd say not normally. But if, if something's not working and there is a glaringly obvious problem, then you've got to be you've got to be good enough to make a change. You know, the, again, there's, there's that. Look, I sound like I'm on a down with Zach Crawley. The reason I'm frustrated is because I think Zach Crawley is actually a really good player. I think he could score runs at test level, but he's got certain fundamental flaws that need to get fixed. He's gone away, he's come back, and he still has the same flaw. We've had this conversation about batting on off stump. It's not working. So why are you, keep, why are you still doing it? You have to make a change. And are the, are the coaches leaving the players, to, almost giving them too much freedom to make their own calls and own decisions? And these guys are young players. They're not like experience. It's not like you're talking to... A Broad and Anderson, a Peterson, a Bell, a Trot, a Strauss. These are young players in early stages in their careers. You have to guide them. You're not being negative. You're telling the truth. Um, you're observing and, uh, and, and being honest. And the honest situation is that at tea, on day three at the third and deciding test match, England have their backs to the wall and they're in a corner. They're 43 for four, still trailing by 50 runs. We could have done a whole tea time subject on uh, on England's batting woes in the county game, and the uh, uh, we may still be able to do that, but possibly not during this Test match. The way it's going at the moment, tea is being taken with opener Alex Lees unbeaten on 11. Uh, Johnny Bairstow is with him on three. Zach Crawley, Joe Root, Dan Lawrence, and Ben Stokes the men out for eight, five, naught, and four. We'll be back in a moment. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. 
The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Exclusive international cricket live. The West Indies versus England on Talk Sport 2. Joseph is in, it's short and wide, and Johnny Bairstow has crunched this off the back foot. Square cut, flashes away to the boundary. And a rather almost ironic cheer from the England fans as they go past uh, 50, 51 for four. And Johnny's not missing out on this one. He got a short and wide one earlier in the over, and he just plinked it, just clothed it straight into the ground. Not this time, crash, that's middle of the bat. And it went past Jermaine Blackwood before he even looked. Short yes. and wide again from Alzari Joseph and uh, Johnny Bairstow has pinged that one with a straighter bat this time off the back foot. Backward of square on the offside and that'll be another four. We've talked about the techniques of some of the England bats and letting them down. That was a fantastic shot. It was a fantastic shot by somebody who was obviously playing well on this tour. 100 in the warm-up game, 140 in the first test match. And he's looked in, in good touch. What have you made of Alex Lees in the in the sort of three test matches we've seen so far? Yeah, I think he's shaped up really well, you know. I think once he made that little that tiny little adjustment in his stance just to pull his his uh, his right foot, his front foot just a little bit more open, just to allow that the bat a path through at the ball, particularly as Roach had him LBW in the first couple of innings of his career as Roach is in round the wicket trying to do the same thing again and uh, Lees allows the ball to come alongside him and plays it late into the extra cover and there's no run and yeah I, I really liked it in Barbados I thought I thought that Barbados he looked like a man who was trying to trying to find a way to kind of to, to exist and belong at, at the level and so whenever he, he got a chance to score particularly in that first innings the long first innings he played for 30 um, he looked really nervous about trying to hit a, a bad ball. You know, it was almost like I shouldn't really be doing this. Um, and then in the second innings, because he had to go out and make runs, all of a sudden the, the, the bat started to flow a little bit more. Um, yeah, I've, I've thought he, he thought he shaped up pretty well as that ball is left outside of stump from Lee's. And and in, and again in this innings, he's looked as in the beginning part of it, trying to put bat to ball, put a little bit of pressure back on the bowlers. And I think he, I've, I've seen enough to be satisfied that he he can do that and will get better at doing that. But the most important thing is his, his judgment and his, his technique and his ticker and everything seem to be in decent order. Yeah, I agree. I think his temperament's been very, very good. Decision-making has been, has been good as well. You know, he'll learn how to score runs in Test cricket. Roach is in again, and that is an absolute ripper. Lee's nothing he could have done about that. Pushed forward, and the ball just bounces and leaves Alex Lee's outside the off stump. 
And that's, uh, well, when you get those as an opener, that happens. That's part of the job. That's an absolute beauty. Just angled towards Alex Lees. He feels he's got to play at this. This is heading towards off stump. It's just late shape away. Nipped off the seaman and gone straight into Josh De Silva's gloves. Seals bangs that one into the surface. It gets a thick outside edge and goes down to third man for four. You deserve that if you open the batting. A few of those thick edges, you have to play on some tricky pitches. You play against good bowlers, against the hard new ball, the proud seam. And so you earn the odd bit of good fortune. Yeah, he certainly does. And Alex Lees has hung in there long enough now. And a bit what we're talking about with Matty Pryor early on is regardless of technique, sometimes you just need to stick in. It's not going to look pretty all of the time, but there's a job to be done here from the England batting lineup. And Alex Lees is sticking in there, 97 deliveries for his 20. He's given himself an opportunity to yeah. hopefully see his way through. These guys are talented. They're talented players. They're, I, I believe in, in all of them, but they need guidance. They need support. And if you see some fundamental issue, issues, you want to help them out with that and get them get them right. Everyone's needed it. Every player that's gone into international cricket has gone on that journey. It's a tough journey. It's hard. You have to you find things out about yourself, not just on the pitch, but off the pitch. Mental resilience that you need to survive. It's a tough game. But credit to Lees, I will say, 104 balls he's faced, and he's he's fighting hard. Yeah, it really is. You, 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 sometimes you you have to ignore the, the if you like, the elegance of batting, the, the attributes of a talent, and find a way. Just get it done. You know, get hard runs. Get get the get the the um, what's the word? I can't really use the word because in dressing rooms it's a different <laughs> word. You know, but you've got to. You've just got to hang exactly tough. What you're talking about. Hang yeah, tough, haven't you? You know, you've got to hang tough. You, 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 if you stay in, you're not out. Alzari Joseph comes around the wicket. It's a big swing. There might be an edge on that. And Joseph goes up and he's out. They put the field back on the leg side. Joseph banged the ball in. It didn't get up. It, it sighed its way through. And a little inside edge just carries through to Joshua De Silva. And Bairstow is out. Well, he was looking for those shots. De Silva, he got one from Bairstow and he's gone. This is astonishing batting for me. We'll have to pick the points up about Alex Lees later on because Alzari Joseph has got the breakthrough here for West Indies. It was a, it was the plan again, short ball theory, round the wicket, leg side field set, and Bester has fallen for it. He almost cleared his left side. Completely out of character and certainly what what England didn't need. Let, you know, of course it's led to his downfall, but to play that shot and try and take it on. He, the ball went short from Joseph, didn't get up that high. Bairstow cleared his front side, tried to pull it to the leg side. All he ended up doing was getting an under edge through to the keeper. And that is a massive, massive wicket at this stage for the West Indies. England now 80 for five as Ben Folks, the wicket keeper, comes out to bat. Leg slip in, it's short and he whips this off his hip, does Ben Folks to one of the Fielders out in the boundary, Kyle Mays comes around, they come back for two, I tell you what, that's not far away, I think he's just got in, but they're going upstairs and the West Indians think they have run out, Ben Folks coming back for a two, Joe Root has his head in his hands, he cannot believe what he's just seen. And I agree with the West Indians, I think he's struggling here, Ben Folks, he, it was his call, played a nice shot off his legs, another short ball, out to the man at deep square legs, 
went okay. immediately for the second. I think he's struggling here. You know, the pictures we're seeing here, the camera's pan straight to the England dressing room. Just in time to catch Joe Root putting his head in his hands. As if to say, what now? Really? Can we do that? What? Honestly, I, I'm kind of in disbelief here. Fighting for a test match, fighting for a series. We've got the batsman in, Johnny Bairstow, his premeditated swipe across the line, under edges it through, through to the keeper. And then Ben Folks runs himself out needlessly. What's the value of coming back from the second run at this point? Absolute chaos here. And I have commentated one over in this entire series, and I've got two wickets from it. I have the best strike rate. There's only been about nine wickets in this entire series, and somehow I've managed to get two and one over, Matty. Typical Australian. Wow, oh, well, Matty, I'm in disbelief. I can't believe what I've been watching. I really can't. Crawley, Crawley goes at a ball, wouldn't it? Another set of stumps outside off stump. Root plays miles away from his body. 73-mile-an-hour bowler nicks it straight to slip. Lawrence left a straight one. Stokes leaves a one. Bestow's gone and tried to pull the ball when you're 10 runs behind, five wickets down. And what Ben Folks was thinking there, the ball was, <laughs> the ball was in the West Indian fielder's hand, Kaimir's hand, when Ben Folks has decided to turn and go for, go for the two. So I wouldn't say this has been great bowling from the West Indies. It's just complete and utter capitulation from England. First slip, fourth slip, fifth slip, and clean them up. That one kept low. That man again, Carl Mears. You can't keep him out of the game. On the stumps, on target. And the off stump goes for a walk. And the stubborn resistance from Alex Lees comes to an end. Kyle Mears, what is that? Four for nine off 9.2 overs. Yes, four for nine. Best figures in a test match. This is edged and caught at third slip by Jason Holder. Overton goes fishing. Mayers gets his fiver. England lose their eighth. And another England batter gets himself out rather than is uh, chiselled out. And West Indies now are just two wickets away from yet another series win over a travelling England side. Abject again by England, brilliance by the bowler, a juggle by Holder at third slip, and England are lurching from one crisis to another. 101 for eight now, they lead by just eight, and Overton goes for one. But you know, how bad do things have to get before we... We can't just accept it. I, t I tell you what is damning, is this isn't the Gabba. The really strong Australian attack of Warren, McGrath, Lee, etc., etc., etc. We're we're playing the West Indies, who, with all due respect, are a are a pretty ordinary team, and they are beating us convincingly. I guess a question you've got to pose, or at least ask in this situation, John, and I'm sure many will will say it in the sense of how many batters in the second innings have been got out. This is. To, to depreciate a deficit which we're in from batting lineup and we've got a batting lineup which have not been got out I can 100% accept when you lose a game and you're beaten by the better side or conditions suggest otherwise but unfortunately once again and this is where you're saying John is that you can't can't be surprised by it because unfortunately once again 
England batters have not been got out. They've got themselves out. Mayers again. It's nice and straight. And so too is the bat of Jack Leach. So it's the end of that over. And, oh, the bales have come off. 103 for eight. So they're not claiming the final half an hour. Okay. Well, I suppose with two days of good weather, was all of a sudden, unexpectedly, play has ended on the second day. The over is nowhere near completed. The extra half hour that is available to the fielding captain is not taken. 83 and a half overs in the day, 168 runs, and 10 wickets have fallen. Only two of them West Indian. The West Indian players now, lots of handshakes and congratulations. And they're all directed at Mayers and at De Silva, who the two, the two of them just met, actually, and had a handshake and a hug. Uh, very much their day. Well, that's it for another edition of Following On. Thanks uh, for listening. And if you ever have any ideas for guests or have questions for uh, the likes of Steve Harmison or Neil Manthorpe, feel free to tweet me at Fulham John or via at cricket underscore TS. And uh, either I or one of the team will make sure that your questions are read out uh, on the show at the earliest convenience. Also, please take the time to leave a review. And if you're already a subscriber, then tell your mates to do the same. And if you want more content from the likes of Steve Harmison, then head over to his YouTube channel and tell him I sent you. Thanks for listening to Following On. The Following On podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.